2: This is the following on Daily Podcast. I'm Andrew McKenna. I'm alongside the former England bowler Steve Harmson and Alex Tudor to take a look back at day three of the fourth test between India and England in Ranchi, a day that has gone a very long way in deciding this series. Leading by 134 runs at the start, England were eventually bowled out uh, India for 307 before collapsing to 145 all out which set India 192 for victory. They were 40 without loss at the close, still needing another 152 to win the fourth test, and therefore the series will be reflecting on another controversial day of DRS decisions. Ask how big a chance India have of chasing down this target, and we'll be getting reaction from the England camp as well. So plenty to come over the next 20 minutes or so. This is Following On. So, a crazy old day of cricket. It started with India batting. It finished with India batting. And it had an England innings in between. (laughs) India resumed their first innings today, 219 for seven. They were bowled out for 307 in 103.2 overs. As uh, England mopped things up, but not before Jarrell finished. Uh, There's the last man out with 90 from 149 deliveries. Kuldeep weighed in with 28. Uh, Akash Deep made nine. As uh, England wrap things up, show Bashir. Getting his first five-wicket haul in first-class cricket. Five for 119 from 44. Uh, Tom Hartley finished three for 68. James Anderson two for 48. And then the England second innings came around. Ben Duckett first man to go for 15. That was 19 for 1. The very next ball, Ollie Pope was LBW to Ashwin for a first baller. So 19 for 2. Joe Root, LBW to Ashwin for 11. 65 for 3. Uh, more of that to come, by the way, shortly. That Joe Root uh, dismissal. Uh, but um, when England were 110 for 3 after 28 overs... Things weren't brilliant, but they weren't the worst in the world. But Zach Crawley was then out next ball. And England were bowled out for adding only 35 more runs in 25 overs. Crawley bowled by Kuldeep for 60. That was a, a 150 for four. Uh, Bearstow, sorry, Stokes was fifth out, by bowled by Kuldeep. Off one that kept low, hit him on the thigh and then rolled onto the stumps. 120 for five. Bearstow first ball after tee. Caught at uh, cover by Patedarov Jadeja, 120 for 6. The seventh was uh, Hartley, uh, caught by Safrazov Kuldeep for 7. The eighth was Robinson, LBW to Kuldeep for uh, a three ball duck. He played the reverse first ball and was given out, but um, successfully reviewed it as he got a feather of a, a glove on that one. That was 133 for 8. Ninth wicket was folks who made 17 from 76, was caught and bowled by Ashwin, didn't pick the Karen ball, gave a pretty difficult return catch, and the bowler took it. And Anderson, last man out for a three-ball duck from uh, Ashwin, caught behind. Again, bit of all sorts there. Um, it ricocheted off, bat, pad, bat again, and then went back behind the stumps, and Jurell took a really good catch. So England, 145, all out. Ashwin, 5 for 51. Judeja, 1 for 56. Siraj, three overs of... Fairly uh, routine, exploratory scene, but that was all it was. Three overs, north for 16 and killed it. 15 overs, 4 for 22. So India set 192 for victory. 40 without loss after uh, eight overs. As Rohit finished, 24 not out. Jaiswal 16 not out. Steve Harmison and Alex Tudor uh, are alongside me. Um, crazy old day. Let's, though, look at that England collapse. Um... Yeah, 35 runs being added for uh, the final seven wickets in 25 overs. Look, we, we knew it was going to do a bit, but it wasn't quite
3: quite that territory, was it? No, it wasn't quite like that territory, but uh, I'm sorry, I just don't understand England's game plan. I really don't. The last the second half of that deal, the last three and a half hours of that, that deer has gone from England being in total control. We're winning by lunchtime, tea time tomorrow. Going to 2 two, 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 and now we're behind again. And that's come with the most unbasball um, mentality. Then I really, I'm really struggling to find words to understand what happened in that last sort of two and a half, three hours. Twenty five runs of the last twenty overs. Coming out, some soft dismissals after tea, giving wickets away. Uh trying to are we trying what we I couldn't understand what we're trying to do. And then to cap it off, I just don't understand what happened at the end there. I really don't. You know, you've got you've got you've got six hundred and ninety seven wickets in one bowler. Yes, it's turning. Yes, it's yeah, but the control that Anderson gives you and the pressure that he puts on, just by bowling and bowling, you know, the dot balls he bowls, and you know, he would have been he would have been a threat as much as Siraj wasn't a threat. He is not. He is Mohammed He's not Jimmy Anderson. I think Jimmy Anderson had to had to bowl one of the first two overs just to see if one if it was going to swing, two if there was any uneven bounce. And you look at you know the rest of it, Tom Hartley. Uh, we've got to give these guys some slack a little bit because they are, yeah, you know, it's so inexperienced. It's it is ridiculous, and that for me makes it even worse. That why Anderson didn't take the new ball, I, I really don't. And I, I understand the gamble that Ben Stokes is trying to do. He's thinking the spin bowlers is what. You know, it's one thing having the plan with the spin bowler. The two, the two is the bowler actually backing that plan up and bowling well. You know, we've seen eight overs there. We've seen, we've seen at least five full tosses you know, against Jaiswal and, and Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma's walking off the, off the ground. I was going to say something there, something else there, <laughs> but he is, he is laughing. He is honestly he's giggling walking off the field. You know, I was expecting Rohit Sharma to come off that field either out or at the end of the day with a sweat on thinking, wow, I've just been in a contest. No contest there for me.
2: Um, we'll, get back, we'll get back into the England innings. As Harmy's brought up the, the fact that um, Anderson doesn't open the bowling. Tudes, look, I mentioned the fact running through the, the bowling figures. Mm-hmm. India only bowled Siraj for three overs. It, it was a real exploratory mm-hmm. job. North for 16. Akash didn't even get a bowl. Um, so at, from that point of view, you think, ah, oh, well, okay, spin is the way to go. But Harmy made the point in the commentary Where the experience is in the Indian bowling attack is the spinners. Where the experience is in the England attack is the seamers. What they couldn't afford to do was let India get a flyer, which makes the decision not to bowl. there There was a very strong case that you open with two seamers. But to open with neither of them, when you've got 698 wickets, by the way, Anderson's got, it's an odd one. We, we may find out from the camp why they weren't with that. And look, we're a long way away from that. They make the decisions based on. But the, the way it's... T- if we if we turn into outcome-based reviewing things, and, and England will always say we're process-based, not outcome-based. I'm afraid there has to be a little bit of outcome-based on this one. Tudes, this hasn't worked.
3: Yeah, sorry, Tudes, before you jump in, just to finish off what I said before... I- we're talking about Anderson right and I have no problem with spin bowlers bowling but they didn't bowl very well this is the thing that Anderson you can guarantee Anderson will bowl well and give you control and that for me is what I'm trying to say I'm not criticising Ben Stokes for not bowling Anderson I'm not criticising what Ben Stokes bowling the spin bowlers but the spin bowlers didn't bowl well early early into the eight overs I mean first over from each of them was really poor that's why I'm critical and don't bring an
4: Anderson in yeah, he could have looked, He could have changed up, and and Harvey makes great points, as you say. There's a vast difference between Ravi Ashwin and Ravinda Jadeja De compared to our, our, you know the England two bowlers. They're young; they've hardly bowled in red Bull cricket, and you're expecting them now to come and win a game. Yes, the wicket is helpful for them, and you know we were talking about India have brought England into the game because of the wicket that they provided. But it just showed, didn't it, you know, when it mattered, he turned to his experienced bowlers, not messing around with Seam, as you said, only three overs from Siraj in the, in the second innings for, in the uh, England second innings, and then it was trial bar spin. And that was always going to be key. We should be, and Harmi says it, one thing, if Anderson's not getting wickets, he ain't going for a lot of runs. And he's going to give you that control. And just to see if there is a little one that goes under the ground, one goes up, up the nose hole or whatever but not to see one of your premier. like would Ricky or before him Steve Waugh not bowl Glenn McGrath you know you would either have worn a McGrath bowling that is for sure at the end of the day but what you know McGrath would be one of those bowlers just don't understand why Jimmy didn't bowl just give him the ball even if it was you tried Hartley for one all right, it's, especially two after two he what 18 he went for off two overs just say look it's not quite working you've got a big day tomorrow Jimmy Here's a ball. And it just just didn't happen. As you said, you know, Rohit's walking off, smiling, thinking, I just can't believe what's just happened there. We've got at least six or seven full tosses there that we've put away. And now the pressure's on England. And India, as you say, are looking fluent. And as I said, there's not that many. There's few demons in the wicket, but not as many as we expected. And that's why I said that England needed to get more runs.
2: Um, Let's go back to that England innings. Um, We mentioned the collapse Uh, Just before the collapse happened, Joe Root was out LBW. Now, we spent a lot of yesterday talking about DRS and technology, and we know that England have got to be in their bonnet about it, because we know that from the post-match of the last test match. I don't think their opinion is going to change a great deal. Joe Root today given out LBW to Ashwin when he got to 11 from 34 balls, 65 for 3. Um, We were at the back of the commentary box at the time, Harmy, when it happened. We both said, pitching outside leg. We then get the review. It's shown to be landing in line on leg stump. And then holding its line to go flush into uh, leg stump. um, From Ashwin Bowling around the wickets... And Joe Root was, I'll describe his look as, shall we say, very surprised when, when that came through. He wandered off, went into the dressing room, took his kit off, and then went straight to the, uh, to the iPads and the laptops and the stuff that they've got there and had a look at it. We, as I say, we know that they're not happy with, with some of the technology. Is that Joe Root dismissal,
3: another one of those? I think yeah, that's fair. I think Joe Root... Can be a little bit disappointed at, at, at the technology. I think in the last couple of years, I think there's getting more and more of these. I'm not sure that. I know, I know, Hawkeye. I think has changed hands, and I don't, I, I don't think there's much. Um, is there as much um, hard work behind the scenes going into the technology than than there was before? I think that's something. Maybe the the, the you know, that's another story story again. But from a naked eye, that looked if it's pitching in line. The way Ashwin was turning the ball and the way the ball was turning on this surface, then it had to be going either down. It had to be going down leg side. If it was going straight on and it didn't turn, then from where it's pitched and Ashwin's bowling round the wicket, remember the angle it's going, it can't hit leg stump. It's got to go on. It's got to go on with the with the angle. So for me, it just looked. It just didn't look right. And I think there's one or two incidents in this series where DRS I think has been questionable. And I think there's one or two former players on social media I've seen so far have have not you know they've, they've had a go at it but I think was one or two of them made some good points that you know, in the last two or three years it's, get, it's slowly but surely getting worse and worse and I just wonder if that's because the technology's been taken over from a different company and is there as much um, hard work going into making sure that it 's a hundred percent not it 's never going to be a hundred percent but as good as it possibly can be for the level of international cricket and the you know the, the the amount of pressure that is in these situations we need the very very best. Are we getting the very very best i 'm not so sure
2: well Joe Root was the third of um, ashwin 's five wickets. He went on to take five for fifty one in fifteen overs and five balls his thirty fifth Pfeiffer, his seventh against England, his 27th at home, 35 Pfeifers puts him equal fourth in Test cricket all-time with Anil Kumble Ahead of him are Sir Richard Hadley on 36, Shane Warne on 37, so both of those are pretty close by. Mattimer is out on his own in there's daylight there because he took 67 of the things, but... Alex Tudor, just give me some thoughts, because we'll be hearing very shortly from Ashwin himself. Give me some thoughts on him.
4: Well, listen, he's a phenomenal performer, and he's a fighter. And Darren Goff, when was on comms yesterday, saying, look, he's had a disappointing series to date. But when it mattered, when the chips were down, the team needed him to step up. Step up he did. Took the new ball in the second innings of England's second innings and went to work. And you just knew, when he got that first wicket, you just knew he was going to go on a roll. He was on a hat-trick. Uh, he, he got uh, Popey out first ball not quite sure what kind of shot he was playing but it's gone on and then hit him back leg hitting hit the leg stump or so and he just went to work just went about his business really well and, and he, as you say 35 Fifers I mean that's that's phenomenal but that's what he does and that's what good performers do that's what champions do and that's why he's up there for me um, yes he's had a a quiet series for him on the wickets that he you know that they has been given And Jadeja's most probably taken the limelight a little bit, that when it mattered, teams 2-1 England looking like their favourites in the game or were in the game at the time. He said, no, no, none of that. This is where I'm going to step up. And he did. And that's what good performers do. That's what players of his calibre do. And he just showed everyone that there's daylight between himself and Jadeja compared to our young spinners. But you expect that. You know, we can't now expect our, our young lads to go out there and say, hey, go and win us a game. Yes, you have a feeling. And and it's, you know, Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum and Rob Key. we got to pat them on the back for making that gut call with hype with Bashir and, and, and Tom Hartley. I know Harmy called it, said he'll be the leading England wicket-taker of the series. Uh, and he's done well. But when it mattered, when there's not a big total to, to keep down... It showed a little bit, you know. He, he didn't bowl very well, missing his length. Yes, he's bowling with a new ball, and he wouldn't have done that a lot of times. But he just showed his inexperience, and India pounced on him, and and they're in the box seat now. You look at that that innings, that the, this, the third innings. We're
3: talking about moving there, in the third innings. England, where are they going? What well, England were 46, 46 runs ahead at the end of at the end of that, after giving you know quite a few runs away when the, they were in a good position overnight. What did, what did Rohit Sharma do? He, ch- he turned to the bowler he thought was going to make that difference It at, at that point when the game when he needed the game wrestled back into his favour. And what did he do? He got Duckett, he got Pope and he got Root. He got three big players. Our Ashwin got three big players in the three big wickets. If that doesn't go doesn't go right, all of a sudden England start building the partnership. Zach Crawley gets away from them. They go even further away because Siraj Bowles and... You know, Akash deep bowls and then all of a sudden it gets to 60 it gets to 70 it gets to 90 England one down game's gone that's it history all over he turns to his most experienced bowler and says get me a wicket get me two wicket open this game up for me to give me a chance to to to, to you know wrestle the rest of the game and the initiative back and that goes even more to the point that when England needed 100, 192 runs in front end of the day's as player who's the man I am going to turn to to get a wicket well, he's got 698 of them. I would have gone with Anderson, but look, so, you know, that's after the event. You know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. It's easy saying than, easier saying than done. Um, England have got to think about where they go now, and that is something uh, I'm sure Ben Stokes is thinking about overnight. And I'm I'm pretty much convinced that Jimmy Anderson will rock up first thing tomorrow morning. He might not get a wicket. But what he'll do is he'll give you the control of pressure from the very first ball that he bowls until the fourth or fifth or sixth over that he bowls. If he doesn't get a wicket, all of a sudden he's gone for ten runs. So six overs, ten runs, and there's pressure building on a wearing wicket, fourth and innings. That's why I would have gone to Anderson tonight. Well, we've been
2: waxing lyrical about Ravi Chandra Ashwin for the last few minutes. He's been speaking with the host TV broadcasters. Well bowled today. You must have been dying to get that new
5: ball in your hand. Yeah, in a way, everybody, you're right. <laughs> you know me well inside out. Uh, I've enjoyed bowling with the new ball and uh, today was one of those days where Rohit just, just said in the huddle that uh, both of you are starting. Where do you, Who wants to start? I put my hand up and said, I'll start the over from this side. So, yeah, uh, glad. And uh, yeah, the new ball has got some sort of an attachment. I enjoy bowling with a little bit more speed. Uh, loved it once again. Yeah.
3: And we saw you right today,
5: even with uh, Jadud. There wasn't much turn, but uh, what were you relying on? So, actually, I had to go back and uh, rewire the way I had to think about the game. Uh, I'm I'm someone who comes over the top, comes down on the ball. I like the ball to drop on the pitch. Uh, Somehow, when I come to the eastern part of the country, I find that there's not enough bite out of the surface. The bounce is literally uh, almost near the uh, shin height, if I can say that. Uh, so, I had to really go a lot of side spin. Uh, had to hammer into the pitch for the first uh, part of the spell. And later from the other side, I felt like there was a little bit more purchase with the older ball. So, had to literally rewire and it was a mental switch I had to make.
6: Well done, uh, another Pfeiffer uh, oh, Ashwin. Uh, you know, DK and I, we were talking when Bashir and folks were batting. When is that carom uh, ball going to come? We didn't see it for a while and then when it came, you got folks caught and balled.
5: Yeah, for some strange reason my uh, knee has been acting up, (laughs) so it just takes me about 10-12 balls to warm up. Uh, But yeah, I I, I had a bit of uh, warm up before getting in as well, Uh, so once I got my length right, that is when I wanted to really try it. I didn't want to give extra runs because we're chasing last, so every single run to chase is uh, a big bonus. Great show of character by uh, the entire bowling unit there, to come back the way you did first with the bat in the morning and then to be in the position you are now. Yeah, it was phenomenal character. I thought Kuldeep bowled brilliantly. Uh, but what I really loved about what Kuldeep did today was the way he was uh, working on his run-up, changing the momentum and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we all know how many, how much revs he can put on the ball, uh, what skill he's got. Uh, but when you can change up the pace like that, change the trajectory, which he's willing to do now, I think he's doubled the bowler that he is. Uh, really happy for him. I just stole the fifer away from him. But that's how the game goes.
6: Ash, Nick, are you talking about uh, Kuldeep
5: the bowler what about Kuldeep the batter and how much of a lift with the dressing room was what happened first thing this morning with Dhruv Durrell? I thought we were a little harsh on KD got him to bat a little too early than what he would have desired but I I felt his defense was gun Uh, he was showing a lot of composure Uh, kept the dressing room very calm and uh, it was, it was even better from Dhruv, I thought. Uh, great composure for somebody just playing a second test match. Uh, tight in defence, had a great game plan, wasn't going bonkers. Picked the right bowler to hit. And yeah, that was a huge lift. We batted through till lunch, almost getting on, on par. Uh, if you had given us that, uh, given us even 70-80 runs ahead last night when we went back to the hotel, we would have taken it with both hands. 99 test matches, a 5-4, an India win tomorrow. Perfect way to go to Dharamshala for you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, you can pick all the wickets you want. You can perform all, all that you want. Uh, team win is nothing. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's 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 the best thing that can happen to a cricketer. Uh, win a test match at the end of four or five days. The feeling is uh, surreal. Uh, I I would like to have that feeling tomorrow. And uh, Ro and Jezwal have started really well. So hopefully they can carry on from here.
6: Well, India win tomorrow, and you go to uh, Dharamshala. I just hope that uh, Rohit uh, allows you to lead the team onto the field when you when you when you take the field. That'll be a wonderful, wonderful gesture, wonderful honor for all that you've done for Indian cricket.
5: Sanibar, you've been too generous. Thank you so much. I uh, have no expectations out of all these things. Uh, I think I'm well past all that. Uh, but genuinely saying, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying every single moment that I'm being with this team. And uh, the longer it lasts, I'd be very happy.
0: Cool fact. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Ravi Shastri, Sunil Gavaskar, and Nick Knight put in the questions to uh, Ravi Chandra and Ashwin. Um, gentlemen, can I first point it out? Um, India win tomorrow. I mean, they are taking that one as red. Let's see on that one. Um, Very interesting, though, Steve Harmison. Um, A man with that many wickets and that many fifers talks about having to retrain his brain for this pitch to actually what you you, kind of normally do. To what you need to do—that was fascinating.
3: To yeah, it was. It was a really fascinating chat there. You know, we, but saying that, Maka, we were—we've been guilty the last two days talking about how England win a win and we're going to Darvishala two-two. So, I think we all get guilty of getting one step ahead. Um, but the, the the way our Ashwin talked about, you know, playing on the East Coast, India's a massive place. You know, he's played hundred nearly hundred Test matches, ninety-nine Test matches. Talking about how he likes to drop the ball onto the pitch in somewhere. Like Chennai, which is obviously on the west side, and you have know, places like um, Visakhapatnam trying to drop the ball into the pitch. Where if he goes to when he goes to Hyderabad, which is more of the east side, when he go then even further um, to to Ranchi, which is on the uh, on the east coast, you have to drive the ball into the surface. This is a guy who has got 500 Test match wickets. You you listen to Jimmy Anderson speak about. The way he prepares for different places and different surfaces, and how he bowls a ball into the pitch and kisses the surface, or he gets a ball to pitch up there from a swing point of view and lines and angles that he has to do, these guys aren't great. You, know, you don't you don't just say they're great because. You know, you, th- you see the wickets. There's a reason why they're great because the whole package, you know, the computer in that brain of theirs is always thinking, always working out and always trying to be one step ahead. And that's why they're great. And that was a wonderful insight to, you know, what is a, a great cricket brain? Uh, at the other end of the
2: experience spectrum, Shoaib Bashir recorded his first five for test match cricket. In fact, his first in first class cricket, five for 119 today he got the second third fourth and fifth wickets before coming back to uh, claim mackash deep at the end he's speaking with our
7: reporter cameron ponsonby sherb a roller coaster of a day what are your thoughts on today
6: yeah um i would like to get a few wickets early on there um in that last last bit but overall a pretty positive day
7: Obviously a massive milestone for yourself, your first five-wicket haul. In professional cricket, let alone test cricket, what are your own emotions?
6: Yeah, I just just want to dedicate it to my two late granddads. Um, they passed away over over a year ago now and they used to watch, watch test cricket all the time and their wish was to watch me. Um, and yeah, it was, it was quite emotional, um, but yeah, just
7: just goes to them. You're obviously very close with your family. You've received so much support whilst you've been out here. You're obviously a very popular teammate. How much support have you felt from the group since you've been a part of it?
6: Oh, so much! Like um, Stokesy and the lads just give you so much confidence um, in whatever you do, whether it's go out to bat, go out to bowl, and fielding-wise as well. And and like, yeah, it just it just makes you feel in in a really good place. So um, yeah, massive massive confidence. The collapse today
7: was seven for thirty-five. From the dressing room, did it feel like? England did too much wrong with the bat, or did you come against up against a world-class spin attack?
6: Yeah, look, Ashwin, Jadeja, and Kuldip are absolute gun bowlers, um, and it's it's tough on that pitch. You see, it's deteriorating already. So, um, I mean, we back ourselves to go out there and take ten wickets tomorrow, ten opportunities. You um, know, you've got a job to do tomorrow, and we're all
7: buzzing for that. As one of the main bowlers, did you have a target in mind that you'd have? been happy to defend was 190 on the lower side of that or do you think it's a reasonable chance for England tomorrow to be honest
6: whatever they get we're gonna we're gonna bowl them out um that's that's our intentions um so yeah not, not bothered what they get in a kind of bizarre way does the speed of which wickets
7: fell for England give you confidence tomorrow that things can happen very quickly things can change very quickly in this match
6: well even when I was batting some were shooting up some were keeping low so yeah massive confidence a lot of cracks in that surface as well so um yeah, really excited for tomorrow.
7: Joe Root didn't seem particularly pleased with his LBW decision. Uh, did you have any thoughts on it yourself?
6: Um, not for me to say, is it?
7: And um, just finally, you've had such a quick rise to the professional game. This England team pride themselves on not getting too high or too low. How difficult has it not been? Has it been to not get carried away yourself? And have you had a chance to really reflect on your own achievements in the last? six months, let alone six weeks.
6: Yeah, look, um, I'm a religious man. Um, I'm, I pray to God all the time, so I'm so grateful for what he's given me uh, over the last, last few years, especially like the last two years. Um, so yeah, just as, as we say, keep grounded, keep humble, um, and whatever hap- happens, happens for the best. And just finally, you and Ben folks
7: had a, a long partnership out in the middle there. Um, what was the, the thought process, what were the plans, what were his, were his instructions to you? Did you have any words of advice for him?
6: Um, to be honest I, I was quite happy sitting there and, Um he was just absorbing some of the balls and then I would face the last few um, we will try to look for some boundary options but they weren't there um, but it is what it is
7: you were selected ahead of round for this fixture on the basis of kind of your height and the release point and the style of bowler you were um, was that a surprise to you were you expecting to play and what were the kind of strengths that Ben said to you as to why he thought you were in the best 11
6: uh, well obviously Ray had to fly out for family reasons um, and that's part of it. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm ready to play whenever the captain needs me. And I, I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready at this, at this stage. Um, so, yeah, if I get thrown in the deep end, so be it. I'm, I'm ready.
2: Sherrod sure, Bashir speaking with Cameron Ponsonby, our uh, reporter. Well, look, you've got to be positive if you're in the camp. And he's he makes the point. All you got to do is get ten balls in the right place. And
3: let everything else be as it is. Absolutely, and you, you these this group are very very good at putting. You know, the the last day gone, and that's it. New day tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, in their eyes, you know, they, they need ten wickets to win the game, and that's all that all that really matters. And, you know, the hundred and fifty runs that's... On show, that's up, that's up to India to get. That's, uh, that's their problem. We're going to put the ball in collective unit and make sure that when we get a wicket, because that's what they've got to think, when we get a wicket, we make sure that it's doubly difficult for the new batter to come in. It was disappointing, you know, the disappointment of the night before. That has to be put to one side. You know, Bashir's got a massive role to play. Stokes has got the biggest role to play because he's got to manage them and get them in, into position and, and keep their heads, you know, in the game as opposed to if Hall or Rohit do get off to a good start tomorrow morning. But, you know, all in all, I still think the game is still there for England to win. I don't think it's doom and gloom just yet. England have had, a you know, an indifferent two sessions in this game but i still think i would much rather be in england shoes trying to get the 10 wickets than in the indian shoes trying to get the this this next 155 runs
2: yeah and i'll just keep reminding you england were bowled out as they uh, lost the last seven wickets for uh 35 in 25 overs there is a phrase in cricket one brings two. And there's a reason that that phrase has been around for so long. All you need is an opening. So, join us tomorrow just before 4 a.m. Because, look, th- there is still a chance. This is still a live game. For all the uh, the uh, confidence of the Indian media about the fact that they're going to win this one tomorrow, win the series and go to Durham Shalaf or... Ashwin's 100th to have a little celebration party. There's still a game to be won. This is absolutely not over yet. This is a pitch that. Is misbehaving. If you get the ball on a crack, it could go up, it could go down, it could go sideways. We've seen some really funny ones happening. Join us from just before four o'clock on Talksport 2 tomorrow morning and see which way this game will go. Exclusive international test match cricket at its very best. It's been brilliant fun, so make sure you join us tomorrow on Talksport 2. You've been listening to the following on podcast from Talksport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to the Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On.